Good morning. Happy, happy Thursday. How is everyone today? How are you coping with this new reality? Are you quarantined yourself? Have you quarantined yourself for the sake of other people, even if you're not sick? For the sake of vulnerable, we have uh, this social distancing in place right now. So it's best if you don't have to be in a cloud, it's best you stay isolated, but not yourself there are many things you can do uh, to not feel lonely one of them is listening to this podcast um, this is a there's always good thing in all things you, we can find good even in bad situation so I think this is the best time for people to renew their mind Romans 12.2 tell us that do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to discern what is good, what is perfect will of God. This is the time to be transformed by renewing of our minds. Every excuses that we ever had that we don't have time, we are busy because life does have a way of uh, making us busy. However, um, coronavirus forced all of us to slow down a little bit. And for the past several days, since Sunday actually, since Sunday, I have been listening to sermons. I shut off the news. I've been listening to sermons and and, and preachers and and reading the Bible and, you know, worshiping at home. And God is so good that the time you, you, you purpose in your heart to seek him with all your heart, he's there. He's there. One day can be spending time with him can be so transform. It can transform you in a way that you could not ever imagine. Um, And this week has been amazing. Probably the best week of my life best week, one of the best week of my life, and uh, it's beautiful to spend time with the Lord. So I wanted to come in. Um, first of all, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, thank you for listening to the sound of my voice. My name is Rachel, and this is Word Today. I came in because I know many people are isolated, many people are lonely at home because of this situation pandemic that's going on um, I don't want you to be alone I don't want to be feel lonely 
uh, we are all together in the spirit. We may not see each other physically, but in, in the spirit, we are together. It doesn't matter where you are. So you don't have to feel lonely. Plus, if you are in Christ, you have the spirit of God in you. So you already have him. You With him, it's majority. With God, you have majority. So I want you to be encouraged in that. Um, so for the past several days, uh, listening to um, a lot of preaching and, and, and the word of God from men and men of God and women of God, um, I saw the pattern. I saw the pattern that uh, most messages came from and it came from Psalm 91 and I understand Psalm 91 because it is absolutely um, relevant to this pandemic Uh, what is going on today with this coronavirus um, it's Psalm 91 it's absolutely handy it comes handy um, and we need that chapter it's it's a beautiful chapter i love psalm 91 at some point i believe i memorized all verses Uh, i'm trying to do it again but there are other chapters in the bible that are also wonderful and today while some psalm 91 is very famous But today I want to flip the chapter, just one chapter after Psalm 91, which I was meditating on it yesterday. And it just lit up on me. Just just pop up on me like I I haven't read it before, as if I haven't read it before. It's a beautiful chapter also. And it's applicable today and in, in the pandemic and in all other situations also. And so today I want us to just go a chapter ahead, which is Psalm 92, and let's let's dwell there for a few minutes that we are together here um, to get a fresh message from the Lord, a fresh perspective from Him, and and be encouraged uh, in these evil days, um, because this coronavirus is nothing but evil came from the pit of hell and it's going down there again it's gonna pass so just be encouraged on that so i want us to open psalm 92 i'm using new king james psalm 92 this is what the headlines say this subject praise to the lord for his love and faithfulness Praise to the Lord for his love. We need to understand that God loves us. Even in the midst of these evil days, we are loved with an everlasting love. We are loved. Even if you're going through some difficulties, if you are in Christ Jesus Christ, if you are in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you are in Christ, you are loved and that will never change Romans 8 
the last verses like 32 going up 30 all the way up say nothing can separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus no sickness no disease no angel no no demon no no death no life no power no ruler nothing can separate us from the love of god which is in Christ Jesus. So we need to rest on his love. Now after we read Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, you are dwelling in him. If he, anyone who dwells in him, he who dwells in the secret place, in him, will abide under his shadow. The Lord will be his refuge and fortress. And, 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 and God, and he's the one whom we will trust. He will hide us under his feathers. He will hide us. No pestilence, no evil will fall near us. Why? Because God is there. We are living where God is. Where he is, he live in a light. There is no unrighteousness in him. There is no darkness in him. The book of Timothy tells us, uh, Apostle Paul wrote that he dwell in an approachable light. And we know that light drive out darkness. Darkness cannot comprehend light. So if you are dwelling there, when you are living there with him, where there is light, there is no darkness. Of course, no evil will be following. No plague will be following. You will come anywhere near where you are because you are there with him. And now that we see that, then we turn another chapter and we find how much he loves us. And this is what you do. You are there now with him and you know how much you are loved. The psalmist is reminding us. He says, it is good to give thanks to the Lord. Now it's us to give thanks. To give thanks to Him. It is good. To give thanks is one of those good works that God prepared for us before the foundation of the world. We know that people who are going down in the pit, they don't praise God. They don't give thanks to God. We know that sinners do not praise God. They do not give thanks to God. But we who are saved... We are told here that it is good. It is good. Just wake up in the morning knowing that one of the good things you can do that day is to praise God, is to give Him thanks. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night, every night every night on an instrument of 10 strings on the lute and on the harp with harmonious sound for you lord made me you made me you made me glad through your work i will triumph in the works of your hands oh lord how great are your works how great Your thoughts are very, very deep. 
a senseless man, senseless man. These are the wicked people. These are people who aren't saved. People who have no sense, who, who doesn't know, even know what's going on in the world. They think they are lords themselves. They think they are God themselves. In fact, I am uh, right now, I met a person, my client, who is, um, I would put in the category of senseless man. Um, I pray for his soul to be saved. I really do. And there are many of them out there, unfortunate. The devil is blinded. The minds of people in this world that they should not know the truth. They should not know the Lord Jesus Christ. That they should come to the light and be saved. So this this person, he tell me he was born again. And then he, he did research uh, about the Bible and find out all kind of lies and now he's no longer Christian and he just tried to convince me to believe what he did research on look I have a witness I told him I, I do have a witness inside of me there's nothing you can say that will change my conviction um, if I didn't have the Holy Spirit it's one thing I do have him live inside of me. He's confirming the word of God in me. You can do all the research. This is what in the book of Corinth, Paul wrote that God made, made full of the wise of, of, of this world. Even the, the, the most foolish thing of God is, is so wise to wise men of, of this world. People who say they know who say they are wise? Where is their wisdom? And Paul is like, we preach Christ. That's all we do. That is, Jesus is the wisdom of God. Full stop. Anyway, I've been going back and forth with this guy um, because he was, quote, a born-again Christian, and quote. So he knows the Bible. And he found that the Bible is... Just another book. So, you know what? I feel bad for him. I pray for him. I know he was not saved. Because a saved person will not go down that road again. Especially after he has seen the works of God in them. I triumph here. Verse 4. For you, Lord, have made me glad through your work. You made me glad through your work. Let's start with the work that he has done in you first. Before all every other things. Before you see the sky. Before you see the, the land and the sea and the animals and, and everything else. Let's start with the work that he has done inside of you. How joyful were you when you were saved the moment you were saved, the moment you received that good news, how much joy did you have? I know where I was, and I know the time when I met Christ. Everything changed. And I get emotional not because I'm sad. I get emotional because of the overwhelming love of God that he has shown me. 
And when this person come to me and, and say otherwise, it, it saddens me. It really saddens me. I don't know about you. I, I just have a deep compassion for this person. And I pray that he come and see what I've seen, what I've experienced. For you, for you, Lord, you have made me glad through your work. I triumph in the works of your hands. Praise God. I am one of the works of his hands. The Bible says we are his workmanship created for good work. We are his masterpiece. We were created for good works before the foundation of, of the world that we should walk in them. One of those good works is to praise him. It is good to give thanks. Oh Lord, how great are your works. Your thoughts are very deep. We cannot exhaust his thoughts. Number six, tell us, a senseless, a senseless man does not know, nor does a fool understand this. It's true. It's true. Many, many senseless men out there and women and fools. But, you know, it, it's, it's people. God made them. Jesus died for them. We need to have compassion for them. And we need to pray for them. We need to witness to them. We need to bring them to light. And thus, I'm taking my baby step with this person. Um, I know he's lost. Uh, it saddens me. But um, God is greater than any lies of Satan. So I know I have... I have, I have confidence in the Lord that the seed I'm planting in him will, will, will sprout. Uh, we, we're going to see him being saved. I absolutely believe that even though he's way, way out there, he's going to come back to the truth. He will in the name of Jesus. Number seven, he say, when the wicked spring up like grass and when all workers of iniquity flourish, is that they may be dis- it, it is that they may be destroyed forever now we shouldn't be glorying in human being who are who don't know the lord we should be our struggle is not flesh and blood and blood our struggle is uh, you know the devil and his minions and the devil and his minions is the one who is blinding all these people who are senseless men uh, the fools who don't understand this. Um, we should not be uh, rejoicing for their lost state of mind. We should be more loving, more compassionate. Um, we should be praying more for God to help our hearts. We don't judge them. Um, but we instead help them. Um, so when he verse 7 said when the wicked spring up like grass it's true there are many and when all the workers of iniquity flourish it is that they may be destroyed forever we want satan to be destroyed forever but not people number eight say but you lord are on high forevermore this is another thing in times of this when coronavirus is uh, running rampant uh, making everybody scared making everybody retreat we know that one thing we need to keep in mind that God is on high forever. Forever. 
is on high forever. Everything else is beneath him. So it doesn't matter what pandemic try to spring out, try to come out. It is beneath God. Praise God. Praise God. Number nine is, for behold your enemies, O Lord, for behold your enemies shall perish. We know that Satan will perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. Amen. They did when Jesus came. When Jesus came and, and on the cross, he did. And he's going to destroy them forever when he comes back. Number 10, but my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. Look at you. This is something you can memorize. My horn have been exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. The Holy Spirit is fresh oil. The Holy Spirit is what God has anointed us. It is the promise that God promised to Abraham to give to us through Jesus Christ. And he did. If you have the Holy Spirit, you are anointed. You are exalted like a wild ox. So all these things, just think, go find a wild ox. Look at them, how they behave, how they are. They are like scary creatures. They have so much confidence. They are not afraid. They can run. They can fight. That's the picture of you. A wild ox. A wild ox. My eye also have seen my desire on my enemies. My ears hear my desire on the wicked who rise up against you against me who are the wicked here everything the sickness and disease coronavirus your eyes have seen the desire on my enemies my eyes have seen the desire on my oh, my enemies my eyes also have seen my desire on coronavirus what is your desire for coronavirus that these two fall down and dissipate Casted down, casted, being binded and casted out into the sea and disappear forever. And it's gonna it, it, it gonna it's gonna go. Coronavirus will not stay forever. God is on high. Coronavirus is a name and it's gonna bow down to the name of Jesus Christ. Hmm? My ears hear my desire on the wicked. Coronavirus is the wicked. It's the wicked who try to rise us up against us. Number 12, the righteous shall flourish. I will flourish. I am flourishing right now like a palm tree. And I grow like a cedar in Lebanon. You know, when the psalmist was writing this, he was writing before Christ. You and I already received Jesus right now. Of course, we are flourishing like a palm tree. We grow like a cedar of Lebanon. That's how the world can differentiate us, the children of God, from the children of the world. The righteous, we are already righteous people. We receive the righteousness of Jesus. Flourish. We flourish like a palm tree. And we grow like a cedar 
in Lebanon. But this truth need to be in you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You need to plant the word of God inside of you. You need to see yourself. This is who you are. But until you see yourself like that, until you are fully convinced, convinced, persuaded that this Psalms is talking about you, you probably going to be uh, afraid or live like the way you see things the way the world sees. But it have to come to a point of time when you say enough is enough. I want to see what God has done for me. I want to find out for myself. And I want to live what God has done for me. And he delight in that. He's waiting for you to take what he already done for you. When you're going to do it? Let's do it today. The righteous. I am righteous. Who is righteous in here? Raise your hand. I can see your hand in spirit. Okay. The Bible says shall flourish. When? Now. Shall flourish. We are flourishing right now. Like palm trees. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. And I grow like cedar in Lebanon. Why? Because I rest in the work that Jesus has accomplished for me on the cross. Number 13 says those who are planted in the house of the Lord. You are planted in the house of the Lord. Where is the house of the Lord? Where is the house of the Lord? You are the temple of the Most High God. You are the temple of the Most High God. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Now, we do have assemblies where we go to, um, to worship with other believers. And most people call that the house of the Lord. Uh, in those days, in the past, they had one, they have temple, but they, I believe they had one temple in Jerusalem. Where, we, let's, let's take example of the temple of Solomon, where they went once a year to worship and, 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 and things like that. Uh, that they call that the house of the Lord because that's where the tabernacle of God was because God was not living in people like he does now. Um, so when you see the assemblies today, um, meaning the meetings that people do in places we call churches, um, people, they, we call them house of the Lord. It is because we assemble together. It's, it's a group of people who are, um, God is tabernacle meet together into one place. Uh, we can call that house of the Lord, but the house of the Lord today is you, because God lives inside of you. God lives inside of you. So we are planted there. Jesus told Peter, you are the rock. You are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. What rock? He's saying that he's going to build his church on the rock. The rock was Jesus Christ himself. But he said, on, his rock, on this rock, I will build my church. The gates of heads will not prevail. You are Peter. The word Peter means also rock. So Peter built his house on his 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 life on Jesus. He built his house on on Jesus, who is the rock. And Jesus said, "The gates of heads will not prevail." 
um, where is the house of the Lord? Where are you planted? You are the house of the Lord. You are planted there because the Holy Spirit. You know why you are planted there? Because the Holy Spirit is the rock. Because the Holy Spirit is the foundation. Because the word of God is the foundation of your life. And you are planted there. And you do that. They say, you shall flourish. You shall flourish in the courts of our God. Now we are taking the picture of a palace that have courts, have yards. And there God say you will flourish. It's, sometimes when you are reading these um, verses, you have to, to think, to go at least in the head of, of, of the writer what was trying to convey. And I believe when he said, those who are planted in the house of the Lord, we know the house of the Lord in the, those days was a location, a specific location where there was a temple and the tabernacle of God was there. But how does that work for us today? We know that the house of the Lord is me. I am his temple. I am his courts. And I am planted there. Where are you planted then? The word of God is the foundation. Jesus Christ is the rock. Is that foundation. Is that tabernacle. Is that. So I am planted in Christ. That's what I'm trying to say. I am planted in him. And because I am planted in him. I will flourish. I will flourish. I flourish right now. I bear fruits. I shall bear fruit. Now I'm not old age yet. So this one, sure, in the future, when I'm old, 100 years old, 120, I'll still be bearing fruits. I'll still be bearing fruits because I am planted in the house of the Lord. I am planted on that rock where the gates of heads will not prevail. And... The verse 15 tells us to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. So I'm planted there in the courts. I'm going to flourish like like, like a palm tree. I will bear fruits even in my old age. Those fruits will declare to declare that the Lord is upright. To declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock. And there is no unrighteousness in him. Unrighteousness. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. Just, let's just memorize that. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. And to sing praises. To your name. Almost high. So that's it for now. I hope you will. Uh, this this chapter will inspire you. To, um, to set your mind now, to remove um, the mind of you from Psalm 91 to him now. Why I want to go even to his, to dwell in his secret place? Because he's my God. Because he made me. Because he's my maker. And because my job is to declare, to declare his loving kindness 
in the day and his faithfulness every evening. Till next time, be safe. Put your trust in the Lord. You will be fine. Declare his loving kindness. Declare his faithfulness. Keep your eyes on him because he lives forever on high. He's higher than any plague that can come around. In the name of Jesus.